AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. 
See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come, dropping gems, dropping gems. Welcome back. Another episode of the Dropping Gems podcast. I am Debbie Brown. This is my show, a place where we explore higher consciousness and always provide a soft place to land as we investigate all the things about ourselves <laughs> and explore where we are taking our lives next, what we will create next. So welcome to the show. Big shout out to everybody that is already an avid listener and a special hello to all the new ears that I have on this show from my recent uh, interview on The Breakfast Club. I was noticing a lot of comments coming through about that. I've been getting a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of beautiful emails and messages about that interview. So big thank you, big love. I'm so happy you're here. I hope you'll take a second to investigate some past episodes on this show. We talk about all the things from plant medicine to um, sexual healing, to meditation, to yoga, to shadow work. Uh, We are in the fibers of all the things that fall under this bountiful umbrella of wellness and well-being and self-healing. So today's episode, this episode I am recording at the top of August. So uh, if you're hearing it in real time, I've been giving a lot of thought to this summer. And you know, at the very top of this summer, I had posted on my Instagram all about Healed Girl Summer and what that can look like. And, you know, really my intention when I think about what a healed girl, (laughs) healed being, healed person in summer is supposed to look and feel like, um, it feels like acceptance. It feels like everything is enough. And when we're in the position of everything being enough, that allows us to awaken more. That allows us to make space for more. All of our needs are met. The moment is enough. Our lives are being accepted for what they are and the gifts and all the things and finding purpose in all the things. And from that foundation, we get to layer on top limitless possibilities. We get to layer on top joy, higher intention, freedom. So this summer has, uh, it's really been feeling like that for me. Just a quick little catch up. It's been an interesting summer. I've been working a lot. I've been traveling so much for work and I have um, different projects I'm excited about. I went and had vacation with my four-year-old son and got to get him all in the things for the summer, the swimming and the practicing. We just started practicing yoga together, uh, really deepening in that, kind of being more intentional with that. So that's been really beautiful and that's been really fun for me. And I've also had a chance to really deepen my meditation practice this summer. Meditation, as everyone knows, I'm a meditation teacher, uh, certified through Chopra, the most incredible meditation program. And I've been a meditator for about 10 years. And I, in the beginning of my journey, I was probably, you know, eking out maybe five minute meditation a day, which radically transformed me. So if you're somebody that is doing one minute, two minute, three minute, four minute, five minute, it's still enough. It's perfect. And it's going to guide you towards, as time passes, a more intentional practice, maybe a deeper practice, something that stretches a little bit longer. Um, 
And then I moved into, during the pandemic, I was really in the groove of doing two hours of meditation a day. Uh, I really needed it, mind, body, and soul. And now I'm in a space where I've been having about a 45-minute meditation. And I've noticed that just the energy of this summer, I don't know if it's the planetary alignments, Lionsgate, uh, all, all, the, all the shifts for those that are into astrology. There are so many transits at play right now. So many transits at play in my personal chart. And so I've just felt a lot of synchronicity in the air. And one of my favorite books is actually by my friend, dear Deepak Chopra, and it's called The Spontaneous Fulfillment of Desire. And he wrote this book some years back, but I actually found it and reconnected with it right as the pandemic was starting to lift. So right when it felt like there was a little more room to dream or a little more room to kind of expand our thought of what our futures could look like and a lot of things had shifted. And that book was so expansive. It was such a great opener coming out of the pandemic and and such a beautiful remembrance of all the magic that's in the air and that's possible. And I don't know how many others are connecting to this right now, but I have a feeling a few people listening are kind of nodding their heads and saying, yeah, I'm having those experiences too. Those experiences of synchronicity, spontaneous fulfillment of desire. Uh, And, you know, those moments that feel like magic, that shift timelines in our lives, that open up new doors, new pathways, those moments are really noticeable when you build your meditation practice. I've been thinking a lot about what I love so much about meditation, and I want to share a few of the thoughts that I've been thinking lately. Meditation, in my, um, in my humble knowing and in my life, I believe it, and in my work, I believe it to be the most powerful tool for human spiritual transformation. There's a lot of misconceptions about meditation. Meditation, obviously, is ancient. You know, it's it's predates religion. It predates all recorded history, really. Um, and it's it's one of the foremost original tools to being with God, to being with oneself. And, you know, as meditation came into the Western world and started uh, really picking up uh, in the middle of last century, not that long ago, uh, you know, not everyone was ready to connect it to spirituality. Not everyone was ready to remember this ancient tool that had always been with humanity. Not everybody had been ready to kind of accept it. You know, it came, came back from a foreign land. You know, that's what people in this country thought when it first emerged. And, you know, it's been slow building and now it's in, it's, it's really having its moment. Um, But it's interesting because when meditation came to this side of the world, because it was thought that people wouldn't be really ready to receive it, it had been packaged in so many different ways. So, and there's so many different systems of meditation, hundreds of meditation styles that you can do, and so many belief systems that are rooted in meditation, um, really as a prerequisite to the connection with God. Uh, But, you know, sometimes I think... um, It's just really important to speak about meditation in highly personal ways, because I found that for those that are on the fences or the fringes of meditation, and I say this a lot, but what everyone always says is, I think too much. No, I can't do it. I can't settle my mind. I can't sit still. And to that, I say, yeah, me too. Everyone, everyone, 
everyone who has ever started meditation or tried to meditate has said that because we're human beings and our biology works that way. I think the, you know, one of the latest figures, and this is always kind of changing, but one of the latest figures that was mapped in the human brain is that we think somewhere upwards of 30,000 thoughts a day, 30,000 thoughts, 30,000 thoughts. We have at minimum 30,000 thoughts popping up into our awareness, into our consciousness every single day. So for everyone that has ever tried to meditate, that is exactly what we all feel. And if you're someone who has a complex lived experience, has had traumas, then meditation can get even more tricky. Um, the feeling of being in the quiet and being that still in your body at first can trigger a feeling that makes you feel unsafe or it can trigger some anxiety. And that is so natural. And it feels challenging. And the first thing you want to do is run. The first thing you want to do is distract yourself. Let me pick up my phone. Let me just think the thoughts. Okay, let me move my body. Let me get up. But if you sit in it and you really let yourself begin to slowly expand in your meditation practice, you'll notice your body feeling more relaxed, your brain feeling more relaxed. You'll notice you are awakening parts of yourself that you didn't even know were there. And yes, that can feel scary at first, but you have to excavate. You have to make space for more. You have to create a channel, an opening inside of yourself where things you want to release can get out and higher things that you haven't even thought of yet can come in. You don't want to try to control every aspects of our lives because then there is no room for God. And so when we're in meditation, we're clearing space inside of our psyche. We're clearing space inside of our mind-body-soul connection. And we're expanding the potential of the moment. We are expanding what's possible. The thing about experiencing trauma, the thing about having certain barriers to our emotional health, to our mental health, is that it limits possibility. It makes us close doors inside of ourselves. It makes us cut off certain communications with ourselves and others. It makes us perform. And when we're in that kind of space, when we're restricting ourselves in any way, we limit what's possible. We limit the unfathomable miracles and gifts that have been actively looking to emerge in our lives because there's no receptive flow. There's no opening for them to come into. So meditation, what meditation does, and what we say a lot in the practice of meditation is that you want to be inside the gap. We are looking to find the gap. And what we mean by the gap is that it is the space that exists in between one thought and the next. So as you're closing a thought about whatever you happen to be thinking about right now, it could be anything. And you begin the next thought. There is at first about a millisecond that exists in between those two. When you connect to that millisecond, you then open a pathway to connect to that sacred space, that sacred void. 
that can expand everything about your life. And so sometimes when you're meditating, you'll be in that gap for about a millisecond. Then you might stretch it to five seconds and be like, oh, I wasn't even thinking at all. Then it might be a minute. Then it might be five. Then it might be 20. Then it might be an hour. But that space is where manifestation happens. That space is where anything can be made manifest in your consciousness, in your life, in your healing. So finding a way to sit in there is really the goal. And so even for those that still, you know, may feel like I can't, I just can't sit still, that is okay. But what is something else that you could do in your life where you're unlocking that space, that feeling? When we talk about the tools and the gifts and the tangible benefits of meditation and having a meditation practice, you know, what often comes to the forefront, which is really powerful for our human biology, is talking about how it helps heal disease, talking about how it helps regulate our emotional systems, our emotional health, our nervous systems, talking about how it reduces stress or brings down your blood pressure, soothes your brain. There is so much powerful research around all the physical things that meditation can do for us when we connect to a practice. But I want to talk about, too, some of the beautiful non-physical things that happen. And I'm speaking right now just from my own practice. So this is my unique lived experience of how I know and feel meditation and also how I have observed it and experienced it and teaching it to thousands of people. Um, And on the app, millions of people, if you listen, uh, I voice daily meditation on the Chopra app. Meditation is so much more pleasurable than I think most meditation teachers talk about. Now, if you're in some sacred practices, then you already know there you can do meditation in all the ways. Um, But meditation, um, when you really lock into a consistent daily practice, it becomes a companion on your journey. Uh, Meditation actually becomes something that you're craving to do each day. Instead of something like, okay, I got to remember to meditate because that'll make me feel better. And that's how it starts. And that's fine. But you get to a point where, you know, sometimes if I'm working or if I'm traveling a lot, you know, I crave it. Like I'm literally like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh, can't wait till I get home. Oh my God. I'm gonna close my eyes. Oh, can't wait to meditate. (laughs) I'm being dead serious right now. Like truly that is like. You crave it because you know what it does to you. You know what it does to your body. You know what it does to your potential. You know what it does to your mastery, to your excellence. You know what it does to your healing. And so you joyfully make time for it. Um, You urgently make time for it. You crave the feeling of just having your eyes closed and being inside of your own body. And sometimes the way that feels for me is... And this might be a little bit of a, given the context, a little funny of an example, but if you've seen the movie Get Out, you know, in the scene where Daniel Kaluuya is sitting across from the woman and she's tap, 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 clink, 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 tapping on uh, the teacup. And all of a sudden you see him sink into himself in a way that he's in his physical body, but he's not currently in control of it. He is sitting deeply inside of himself. And it looks almost like he's in a galaxy that exists inside of his chest. In that movie, scary. In real life, powerful. 
that feeling, I remember, you know, probably took me about a year and a half in my practice to kind of access that for myself, which is not to say that's the case for everyone. It might be your first time and you get there. Um, but we all have our different, you know, barriers that are up and different ways that our bodies, hearts and minds explore and expand. Um, but about a year and a half in, I, I went into that space and it felt like I began a cellular restructure of all of my programming, all the ways that I thought about myself, about the world, about my experiences, all of the ways that my body felt. Um, it made it such a felt experience. And that kind of took my breath away. And I continue to build on that part of the practice. And it's not always like that. Sometimes you're going to be deeply in love with your spiritual practice, with your meditation practice. Sometimes you're going to be really over it. It just depends what's happening in your life. But the biggest, most important piece is not to judge any of it, to just be an acceptance of what it is. Like, oh, I'm really not feeling it this week. Okay. What's something else I can do to show up for myself? Or let me follow that thought. Is that a genuine, authentic thought of just wanting some freedom and some space? or some change to my practice? Or is this actually a very sophisticated way of me avoiding myself or of me uh, not wanting to be willing to look at all of myself in my life? And so I don't want to do anything that triggers my authentic self. And just explore it and you see, and then you let yourself shift and change. And, you know, the key, the solution is really just to not be in judgment of you. And that's one of the most beautiful things about meditation as well, coming into a space where you can just understand that everything just is, even the things that don't make sense. You know, it, it empowers you in a way that you are always, always in the driver's seat of your life, which is not the same as trying to control everything or everyone. It is very intentionally being in the seat of creator within your life, of being co-creator with the divine. Meditation opens that for us. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Something else I really love about meditation, when I think about like the tangible felt effects of how it really expands your life. I love the way that meditation helps me alchemize time. I'm really able to transform time in my life with meditation. And so earlier I spoke about that space that we're in called the gap. And that space in between one thought and the next thought where a limitless amount of possibility lives and thrives, that space is something that you can activate in real time in your day-to-day life as you are making choices. Meditation supports higher choice making because it helps you slow down enough to really see the zoomed out view and make the highest choice possible, something that is for your highest good, something that allows you to refocus, recenter and say, I'm not just going to react. I'm not going to be triggered. What is my highest intention? What is the highest choice that can be made right now? When we get into that kind of space, especially when we're in real time. If I'm talking to someone, what may feel like it only took me five seconds to respond inside my body because I've cultivated this expansive practice inside of my body, it actually feels like I've had several hours to think about what I was about to say. And those listening that are meditators, I know you know exactly what I'm saying and feel this. And for those that don't, I want to share that You may not know what this feels like yet, but the way that it starts to really move through you, it starts to feel like freedom. It starts to feel like wisdom, like deep, sacred kind of maturity, like um, deep connection to the interwoven fibers of humanity. Uh, And that is like in seconds, you know? So it helps you really more actively create in your life 
what is actually for your highest good, what is actually healing, what is actually evolutionary, what is actually nourishing. And that's all found in a meditation practice. So I love being able to stretch time in that way now and and also to feel deeply in trust with my life and what is and deeply aware. You know, uh, when you practice meditation, you heighten your awareness, you expand your consciousness, which means you're able to hold multiple truths at one time. You're able to connect to nuance with ease. You're able to kind of surgically understand context with ease and do it in the split second, you know, that, that ability to connect to your intuition at the deeper layer. That's the beauty of meditation. And yes, you get peace and you get calm and you get, you know, um, what many refer to as a space of Zen or flow state. But I really wanted to kind of reframe that uh, all of the ways it's felt in a way that it's actually uh, tangibly felt in my own body and soul. You know, sometimes the way meditation is talked to, it's just like, you, you don't always get it. You know, if, if Zen isn't a regular word in your life or in your family system organically, how would you know that's something to aspire to? How, how would you know that's something you even want to feel? You don't know what that word means or what that looks like if you don't also have the context of that belief system. And so meditation feels like freedom. It feels like space. It feels like the deepest level of personal empowerment. It feels like sovereignty. It feels like having real deep choice and creation with your life. And I love it. And I highly, 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 highly recommend, deeply suggest that everyone listening to my voice right now really try to build in a couple minutes each day to build your meditation practice. And if it feels uncomfortable and you want to get up, don't. Just acknowledge it. You can say to yourself inside, no one's watching. You can say, I feel really uncomfortable. You can even say, this feels boring. I don't like this. What's the point? This doesn't work. I'm not noticing a difference. You can say all that, but keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because when it clicks, it changes your life. When it clicks, you are now in use of a tool that is going to support Every aspect of your human being, every aspect of your purpose, every aspect of your emotional and mental life. So let's take a second now. We're going to spend the next couple of minutes having a meditation together on the four soul questions. In primordial sound meditation, which is the style of meditation that I've studied and that I practice with. It was developed by Deepak. It's very beautiful in a way that allows you to release control and open to more. So let's do a nice mini meditation for just a couple minutes here. I want to invite everyone to... If it's safe, if you are not driving, to find a comfortable position wherever you are and gently, gently, gently allow your body to soften and 
gently, gently, gently close your eyes. I want you right now to connect to your natural breath that feels nourishing. Just in and out. Noticing how it moves in your body. Allowing some gratitude to come in for the way that your body is always supported. Your life is always supported. Gratitude for another day of being here and having another chance, another opportunity. Now let's take in a nice, long, deep breath in through your nose. And out through your nose. Very slowly, letting the air come all the way in and spread through your body and then move all the way out. Let's do another deep breath here, deep breath in, beginning now. And out. And another deep breath in. And now returning to whatever breath feels good. Coming forward now with the first soul question. And as I ask these questions, allow yourself to silently repeat the question in your own mind. But don't fill it with an answer. We're not problem solving right now. We're not solution finding. We're asking a question and we're letting something higher come in to give us the answers, to live the answers. Who am I? Who am I? Who What do I really want? What do I really want? What do I really want? What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? How can I serve? How can I serve? How 
can I serve? And now gently releasing those four soul questions. Letting yourself come back into your body. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Notice your body. Move your neck from side to side. Maybe allow yourself to bring your hands into prayer position right in the center of your heart. Taking a moment to feel grateful for today, for everyone who is connected and listening to this meditation at the same time as you. And gently open your eyes. Namaste. And just start to notice after this meditation in the coming days, what awarenesses are coming in for you? We asked four soul questions. Who am I? Who am I without the roles that I play? Who am I without the titles that I wear, without the perceptions that people have of me? Who am I? My soul, my authentic self, my highest self. What do I really want? What are the desires underneath my current desires? If I put something on my vision board, what is the deeper desire I'm actually looking to meet by what's on my vision board? What do I really want? And what am I grateful for? Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude is the seat of the soul. Feeling grateful, feeling enough is the foundation that allows everything to be built, to thrive, to grow. What am I grateful for? There's something. There's many things. And how can I serve? Outside of the things we do, the things that we're noticed for, recognized for, what is the bigger story being told with your life. How can you serve? We are all here to serve humanity, to serve on behalf of divine source, the universe, creator, however you identify the higher power. We are here to serve on behalf of that energy for the greater good of all of humanity. How can we do that? We do that through purpose. So that question actually translates to, what is my purpose? What is my dharma? What is my purpose? What is my dharma? And just hold that. Even if you're instantly got the answer, say, I know what my purpose is. Even if you feel that way, don't answer it yourself. Make room, make space. There's more. 
I feel like in this moment, I am on my 10th iteration of purpose. I've been thinking about that a lot. And I have a couple episodes uh, in the archives about purpose, but it even surprises me. And I have been talking about purpose for many years. And it always surprises me. There's always new iterations, new evolutions of what purpose is meant to be expressed as through you uniquely. So make room for it. And just notice the next couple of days, if you're having any recurring thoughts, any special thoughts, any breakthrough thoughts, notice them, write them down, journal. And you can always rewind this episode back each day And listen to that very many, many, many meditation at the end to connect with those soul questions. And you can also join me on the Chopra app and meditate with me there. Hit me up on IG at Debbie Brown. Terrible with DM, but I do see comments. Um, So big love to everybody that checked in. And if you haven't yet, go to the Breakfast Club YouTube page and check out the interview I did there. It's a long one. Um, I think we were talking for like an hour and a half. And it was really beautiful. We had the chance to talk about so many things. And I, I really went in depth on that show about the spiritual journey and all my philosophy. All right. Big love. Thank you for joining me on this episode. We are back next week. And take a second to share this episode or another that you found meaningful in some way with someone that maybe could use it. Big love. Peace. Peace. Hey, find me on social. Let's connect at Debbie Brown. That's Twitter and Instagram or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jack Please and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world.